good morning, friends, and uh, it's a great pleasure to meet you all after a long time on this uh, Zoom meeting. Uh, we call it as Monday Manna. And uh, uh, basically, I'm going to be going slightly away from the normal biblical talk. Last week, we heard about Nehemiah. And uh, I think we are getting enough of Bible knowledge and Bible teaching. Sunday, we attend the service and come back home. Is there a change in me? Absolutely no. And as business people and as professionals, we'll have to keep asking one question. Am I achieving the goal which is set in front of me? And let me also share something with you. We over-spiritualize things. Oh, this is not God's plan. This is not God's will. At the first time, the question should have been asked, what I'm going to do, is it going to be as per God's plan? We don't do that, but what do we do? We blame everything and we, 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 we quote Bible verses so beautifully. That includes me. But when you put a searchlight and spotlight within yourself and see which are the areas, which are the areas, just now when Samson was praying, he said, wherever we need to be disturbed, Lord disturb us. Right? So my prayer today is, I'm going to talk about personal effectiveness. Let me share a slight background behind this. Whenever I do mentoring or coaching people, I ask one question. What do you want to be? Where do you want to be at, say, 32, 35, 37, 40, 45? No clue. They have absolutely no idea. But initially, the companies all start with a vision mission statement and value statement. This is what we will be. This is how we are going to reach. But if you look at their personal life, they have not reached the spots where they have reached. Why? We blame it on various things. But unfortunately, there are things that needs to be corrected. corrected internally is not being done at all. So first and foremost, am I personally effective? So this is precisely what we are going to be looking at. So I'm going to be sharing the screen. So the uh, talk is about personal effectiveness. Why I should be personally effective? Now, God has given me, given me or everybody in this world three T's, I call them. First is time. Second is talent. And third one is treasure. All the three are important for us. How do we use these treasures, time, and talent? On everybody, business or professional, we need to be asking this question. And remember one thing, God is on our side. God wants all of us to succeed because success comes to you only from God. There's a beautiful Bible words. It says, God is the one who gives you the success. The verses are there. I'm not going to repeat them. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish, establish your plans. Proverbs 16.3 says, and it is God who makes you to profit it's God who makes you successful in our life. Two very important things in our life. We call them as chronos and kairos. As the symbols very clearly says, chronos are the time which is available for us. Kairos are the direction. If you look at the Rolex watch, it says chronograph. 
What do you mean by chronograph? It measures the time. Now, let me ask you, we, we say we have put it in chronological order. That is why we call it as chronos. So there is a time for me. There is also a direction for me. Now, chronos and kairos, in my opinion, will have to run parallel. For example, I, as an individual, at the age of 30, I decide by 40, I want to be a manager. So that's my direction. At the 40th year, if I'm not a manager, whom to be blamed? Is, is it the chronos to be blamed or the kairos to be blamed? We don't ask a question. If I want to be a manager, what I should be, where I should go, what extra knowledge I have to learn, what should I do to get to that position? We simply believe, oh, I've prayed enough, God will give me. But God has also given you wisdom to do the right thing at the right time. So basically, ask yourself where you are and where your direction is. Now, companies start. When companies start, they all have directions. At this age, I need to break even. I need to make profit. You know, they say seven years is the normal time before a company makes profit. Not necessarily. Now, I've seen companies making profits much, much earlier. Now, people change their vision mission statement because whatever vision mission statement they have put in, they have already achieved. Classic example is Microsoft. Microsoft changed their vision mission statement because they achieved whatever they had set forth to do it. Now, if you are running a company, ask yourself, there's a time to what we call it as a postmortem. Postmortem is not actually cutting, cutting down a, a body and putting it out into small pieces and trying to understand what went wrong. Even when you're sitting down and saying, which are the areas which I need to spend time understanding? So how effective I am, how efficient I am? What is efficiency? What is effectiveness? These are two words which keep coming up in our life. So I looked at Wikipedia. Wikipedia says, efficiency is often a measurable ability to avoid wasting material, energy and efforts, money and time in doing something or producing a desired result. How efficiently you completed the job, how much money you saved, and yet you completed that activity is what we call it as efficiency. For instance, I'm in Chennai, I want to transport a fridge from say my home to say Adayar, which is about eight kilometers away. I can carry it in a tempo, I can carry it in a mini truck, I can carry it in a trailer. It all costs money. How efficiently I can do that, it's basically is what we need to be looking at. Okay, I can even carry it in a helicopter, you know, hang it and then take it up and it will cost more than the fridge costs. So basically look at, am I efficiently using my time? Am I efficiently using my money? We always say, you know, money should bring in money. Or is my money sleeping somewhere? Or is it being locked up somewhere where I can't even take it out? So plan your things much, much wisely. And the, wise, the wisdom comes only from God. You and I have no wisdom at all. We have what some basic wisdom, but when you entrust that to God, automatically you will see God is able to help you and able to do much, much better things. Now, if this is what is effectiveness is nothing else but 
uh, producing our desired results. Now, all of us will have to ask a question, how effective I am? Is that somewhere I am not able to complete the task which is given to me? You know, to complete a task, two things are required. One is the skill to do it and the will to do it. I may have the will to do it. If I do not have the skill, I need to acquire that skill. So we always say proficiency is, you know, very, very easily said, but we need to attain that. You know, how confident you are in completing the job is more important. And also how I can do the job, the skill and will has to be always looked at. If I'm not skillful enough to do that, for example, you give me an Excel spreadsheet, I will do it in about four hours time. But if I give it to Bastian, who is also in the call, he will do it in 15 minutes time because he has got skill to do it. So God gives you skill and the more you practice it, definitely you will be able to achieve greater results. Now, I told you time, treasure, talent. There are three T's, very easy to remember. Three T, some of us drink three T's a day. Remember that time is given to me. How many hours? 24 hours. You know, whenever I talk to people, people normally say, I wish I had 26 hours in a day. Brother, I've got bad news. God is not going to change. 24 hours is 24 hours within that. So sometimes we run into our sleep time, our rest time. These are all wrong things, which means you have not prioritized your job. You have not planned your job properly. You are not talented enough to complete the task on a particular time. Treasure, very important. God has given us treasures. How do we use that? There's a separate class for it. You can attend it. I can uh, ask you to uh, talk to John Cherian, who's there in the call. He will help you. You know, how do you manage your working capital? These are things which we, everybody will love, love to learn in running a business. Talent. No one in this world, born in this world, can say that I am not talented. God has given everybody a talent. Ability to speak ability to write, ability to sing, ability to play instruments, ability to convince. There are so many things. But let me share one thing with you. The more you use the talent, God will add more talent. You remember that one fellow who had one talent, what did, what did he do? He went and buried it. I only request you people not to bury your talent. Okay, personal effectiveness. Let's go and see what is there for us. I'm sorry, there is something coming and blocking the screen. Okay, how many hours are there in a week? I don't know how many of you can say that. 168 hours. How well we are using them? You only will have to answer them. Can you account for last week's usage? How much time have you spent in that 168? You know, whenever we count, sometimes we'll get at 120, sometimes we'll get at 190. We don't know how we are spending time. How is, how, how is the, the use of money? Do we use it carefully? Do, you, do we use it joyfully by giving to God? Are we using our talents for God's glory? Many of us are gifted to speak, but we don't speak. We don't share. Using your talent, or is it being wasted? What is your priority? And Matthew 6.33, all of us say, seek ye first the kingdom of God. 
and all these things shall be added unto you. How much time you spend with your family? This is one question you need to ask, right? Because they are also important. Remember, in a family life, God, head of the family, which is the father of the family, and the family. So all the three are important to us. Sometimes we fail to understand there are three major traps in our life. Trap means, you know, if you come to Chennai now, you will see all the roads have been dug up. So you could fall into one other trap, right? How to overcome them and achieve greater results. That's what we are going to be looking at from now till end another 10 minutes time. The first one is business trap. You ask anybody what they'll say. I'm busy. I am busy. I have no time. Anybody. Oh, brother, I'm busy, brother. Why? The second one is procrastination. Hindi, you will say, ho jayega. Right? Nothing will ho jayega unless you do it. The third one is, of course, a very famous one is called ego. Now, what happens in business? We drown in things on daily basis. There is no work-life balance. This is a very common thing people say, business people and you know, professionals. Addicted to work and work alone. No rest also. On Sunday also, some people play God and we work on Sunday also. Hey, this is very important. Yeah, this has got to reach. No, spend the time with Lord. Lord actually expects you from that. So the reasons for business. We don't sort out our task well. We take too much on our plate. Hence, lose focus on things which needs focus, right? We will talk about that in some other time. How do you prioritize your work? We can't say no to things. And most importantly, in business people and in professionals, we do not delegate our work. We believe, basically, I only can do it. I will do it. That's the problem we talk about. So how do you get out of this business? Business trap, plan your day well. Every single day in the morning, sit down. What needs to be done? What can be avoided? What can be sent for tomorrow? What can be delegated? All those things, you write it down. Work smart and prioritize your work. Say no to things you feel that will ruin your work. I've learned it in a much, much better way when I was working in the Middle East. People will not indulge into others' work. They'll say, this is your work, you do it. I will do my work. And this is where we need to very, very carefully plan our day. Planning our day is don't plan from, you know, endless, uh, you know, we call it as schedules. I once went and spoke to somebody. It was sometime in October. He said, I've got a slot in the next year, February. You know, can you come and see? I said, to hell with you. If you're not available for me in the next 24 hours, I'm sorry. We pack our day with a lots and lots of work. And I always say, sometimes we run like a headless chicken. You know, you cut off a chicken, water. It runs all over the place. We run like that. What has happened? Nothing has happened. What have you completed? Nothing has been completed. We are biting everywhere. 
are not accomplishing what we need to do. First, please remember, plan to prioritize and practice prioritizing. Third one, second one is about personal procrastination. We don't like changes. Anything which needs to be changed, what do we do? We postpone it. Change is always painful and uncomfortable. One main thing we do not change is due to the failure, fear of failure. I'm always worried how I will actually be looked at by other, other people if I fail. You know, when you, whenever you call somebody and say, will you do this project? They'll say, sir, uh, give it to George, sir. Give it to John, sir. Give it to Stephen. They keep on posting. I don't want to take, take that upon, learn something and prosper in that. I don't want to learn that. What I'll do? I will continue to do what I want to do on a regular basis. We postpone things. A lot of us postpone things in many things, many ways. A lot of people have missed flights, trains, sometimes very important things in their life also. How do you come out of that? Change when change is needed, always ahead of the curve. Then only you will be a smart person. Remember that. Plan to learn a new skill. This is very important. Every year you make it in, uh, you know, mandated to learn a new skill. Read a book every month. Plan one. It could be a spiritual book. It could be, uh, you know, a general book, a general knowledge book. Try to keep your mind always busy. Remember, failure could be the first step for success. Don't have to tell you when the bulb was invented, he failed more than 1,000 times. At the end of the day, Eureka, I found a bulb. Thomas Alva Edison. Like that, there are so many people. Sometimes one vacuum cleaner company had to go through 1,500 um, uh, models before they hit at the right spot. So. Always remember, success is a hard step, hard way to go. And remember, failure can be your first step. Only thing what you'll have to do, sit down and analyze where have I gone wrong? What can I do better so that I will not fall into the same trap? The third one is about ego. All of, all of you will remember, ego is a word which is used on a regular basis. Ego is not bad. It's not a bad word at all. Ego means me, myself. A person has to have ego, with which he's got self-esteem. If he doesn't have self-esteem, it's a low ego. Some people always don't talk about high ego. Oh, I can do all those things. That's also equally bad. And the low is also equally bad. We need to have a balanced ego. And unfortunately, when someone questions you, your ego gets tripped. Let me give you an illustration. I'm making a presentation. And 45 minutes, it's a one-hour presentation. 45 minutes, the presentation went honky-dory. Everything went on so beautifully. 46th minute, one of the managers asked, George, in your slide number 9, you said the growth rate will be 
2.32%. I see here in the 47th uh, slide, it'll be 2.75, which is correct. Obviously, it's a typographical error. I have not noticed it. He has noticed it. I stumbled there and completed the balance 14 minutes. And I come out, you ask me, how did the presentation go? Will I remember the first 45 minutes when my presentation went well or the last 15, 16 minutes where it got completely interrupted? Of course, the balance 15 minutes because someone tripped my ego. I remember he was not questioning my capability. He was only questioning the number I am advocating. So please split you from what you're advocating. If somebody questions you're advocating, go behind that and correct that and not yourself. Don't lose your confidence. So competence and confidence are two things which are very, very important. It's nothing else but skill and the will to do it. More you go, what we do, we start to compare, start to showcase. Less ego, we start to defend and we start, we start seeking acceptance. Egotism is the anesthetic that dulls the pain of stupidity. Many times we do not know when I get an ego uh, uh, anesthetic uh, dose, I don't know what I'm doing. Basically, I am not able to understand the other part. I don't want to even know what is the other part, what I do. I start to fight unnecessarily and end up into more and more argument. So why ego? We don't want to look bad in front of other people. We want to stay inside our comfort zone. We do not want to be rejected by others. Always remember, ego trips you and you will make a fall like no one's business. Always remember, repair a broken relationship. Today, maybe you are sitting on your ego hand saying that, look, brother, that person has hurt me very badly. Uh, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. And in John uh, 6, I'm sorry, Matthew 6, if you find that your brother has got something against you, what do you do? Go, reconcile yourself, come back and offer the offering to me. It is not that I am thinking about it. Always remember, even if someone is against you, someone is thinking against you, it's your duty to go and basically build and mend the relationship which has been broken. Always try something new. God has given. And for all these things, you need time management. Learn from your successful failures. I think there are lots and lots of uh, people who are business people. If you have failed once, doesn't mean that you will be a failure forever. Remember, God wants you to succeed in everything. He wants you to, wants to partner with you. Will you surrender your life? Yesterday in our church, uh, Bastian knows the gentleman. His name is Paul Palasundram. He was the speaker. If Lord 
God is not the Lord in all your things. He will not be a Lord at all. If Lord is not a Lord of all your things, he will not be uh, your Lord at all. I can't surrender 65% of my life and say, Lord, this is my business. I do this 65%. Please, I'm surrendering that to you. And then have the 35% your way. When you surrender, you know, we sing that song, I surrender all. Do we really surrender all? That's the question you and I need to ask. So brothers, I think listening to the word of God is good. Understanding the word of God is good. But if I'm not going to be putting that in my daily life, it's of no use at all. You need to be Fruit-bearing trees. That's what Jesus is expecting from you and me. Shall we pray? How loving, gracious, heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful morning. I pray for every single brother and sister long logged in just now listening to me. Father, this morning, I just pray for your wisdom, understanding, your ability to do the tasks and Enable us to achieve greater results. Father, I know as your children, you want us to succeed. So Lord, enable us to succeed in all what we do. And I pray this morning for your wisdom to come so that we can manage our day, manage our week, manage our month, manage our life, manage our businesses, manage our, manage our, our professions to the glory of God. Father, we know that without you, we can do nothing. John 15, 16, very clear. We can, without you, we can do nothing, Lord. So we want to partner with you. We want to hold your hand with you, Lord. Walk and achieve greater results in our life. Bless you, Father. Thank you, Lord. As we start this week, we ask you to be the Lord in everything what we do. In our thought life, in our word life, in our actions, in our families, in our businesses in our professions. We love you. We praise you. We glorify you. In Jesus' most precious, matchless, wonderful name, we pray this prayer. Amen. Amen. And I wish you a happy day. Happy week. Thank you. Thank you very much. God bless you.